Hello listeners, and thank you for tuning into Self-Love Isn't Selfish, a podcast about my journey to self-love and episodes that focus on mental health, relationships, and the overall experiences of many teenagers, specifically teenage girls. My name is Olivia Haunan-Gan, and today's episode will focus on the ridicule of the quote-unquote fangirl. The idea of this episode came yet again from social media. The other day, I was scrolling on TikTok and came across a post of a young teenage girl quote-unquote fangirling over recent images of Harry Styles. I found it endearing and comforting to see a girl around my age so happy to find so much joy in a couple of photos. I went to the comments and saw hundreds of accounts criticizing the girl. Some comments said, this is insane and why are women like this? As I looked at the accounts commenting these condemning words, most were men. For a quick refresher, according to Merriam-Webster, a fangirl is a girl or woman who is an extremely or overly enthusiastic fan of someone or something. As well, there is the term stan, which is often used and can be a synonym for fangirl, just gender neutral. For this podcast, I am specifically going to focus on the term fangirl, and believe me, there is a reason for this. As I've previously looked through different medias, I find that when a girl or woman is associated with a word or using a word, like a fangirl, there tends to be more animosity towards the word and the people associated with it. According to the Modern Post, it's not uncommon for a lot of girls, especially in their teenage years, to get mocked and ridiculed solely based on what they enjoy. Female fans are seen as a less legitimate, so their adoration is an instant credibility killer. Oftentimes, people will hate an artist, show, art, or film solely based on the fans especially when the majority of fans are women. The credibility of the art is immediately dismissed. From what I've seen, when girls idolize artists, it is an unhealthy obsession. But when teenage boys or men idolize athletes, sport teams, or certain celebrities, it is completely normal and even cool. This in itself is my main problem with the argument and hatred towards fangirls. Isn't everyone just a fangirl in certain ways? No matter how one labels it, Everyone has certain films, shows, artists, celebrities, and cultures they feel a certain affinity and love towards. Another question I've been toying with is why are men simply called fans when a woman must be called fangirls? I've rarely seen fanboy used in the media or in my life, and according to Merriam-Webster, a fan itself is an enthusiastic devotee as of a sport or a performing art, usually as a spectator. The key difference between the two definitions is a fan is simply enthusiastic, while a fangirl is extremely or overly enthusiastic. The fangirl takes being a fan of someone or something to another level, but why is there not a synonym for male fans? For example, a couple of weeks ago, I went to a Chargers game. By the way, great experience, I do recommend, but I have never seen such intense cheering and excitement. Yet I did not see anyone criticizing or mocking the people, specifically men, there. Now to be clear, I don't think anyone should be mocked for simple enjoyment, but fangirls are. The fans there were simply seen as normal, when I've been called crazy for crying during a concert. For example, in 2021, I went to the start of Harry Styles' Love on Tour in Las Vegas. I was a meek 13-year-old girl crying my eyes out to every song. Yes, this might be considered a little intense, but I still count that concert as the best night of my life. As I was walking out of the venue, four men laughed in disdain and screamed, Harry Styles is a B-word and you are all his B-words too. I can't speak for why those men said those things, but I can guess. It's because Harry Styles has a very large female fan base, and simply because of that, he loses all respect and credibility, and so do his fans. Since that very prevalent moment in my life, I've been a little ashamed when someone asks who my favorite artist is, especially when teenage boys ask. I feel there is a large stigma around certain artists who have large fan bases. From Swifties, Harrys, Barbs, Directioners, the Beehive, the Army, and many more, artists with largely female fan bases tend to receive more abhorrence. 
As I said previously, I have definitely felt a little bit of shame when someone asks who my favorite artist is. From Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, Voy Genius, Phoebe Bridgers, um, Lucy Dacus, all those people have pretty large female fan bases. And I've always felt a little bit reserved when someone asks me this just because I don't want them to think I'm this crazy girl fan who's like raising their arms up and like screaming for this artist, which can be me, but that's not everyone who's a fan of this. And I just want to be clear about that. But I always felt a little bit of shame when saying my favorite artist. And I think it's because they have very large female fan bases. Well, according to Bell Magazine, instead of seeing a majorly successful artist or band, society sees the thousands of teenage girls hysterically screaming at a concert or a meet and greet over their love of the music and those who make it. While these artists are drawing massive crowds and playing sold out shows, their talent is in question because they're only attracting teenage girls, therefore implying that teenage girls as a whole and those who think like them are frivolous and have bad judgment. This was the image I was just talking about, the image that I'm scared other people are seeing when I say who my favorite artists are, because I don't want to seem like this weak fangirl. And I think that's the big problem with the stigma against the word fangirl. Though the actual word fangirl was only added to the dictionary in 2004, the idea of the fangirl has been around for years. Let's take the Beatles. I don't think it's a hot take to say the Beatles did not reach a monumental amount of success. According to Wikipedia, the Beatles had most number one albums on the UK Albums Chart, most number one hits on the US Billboard Hot 100 Chart, and most singles sold in the UK. Yet their fan base was largely female. The Beatles are an enormous band with an immense amount of respect and still have a large following today, me included. And without the support of their fan base, the Beatles would not have sold out shows and become such a substantial ba band. According to Bell Magazine, the band would not have begun to touch their legendary status if it wasn't for a male stamp of approval. Like Bell Magazine said, the Beatles had a very large female ba fan base. It was one of those ideas of the fangirl screaming and crying for them. But they also had the male stamp of approval, which is why they are considered legendary and a massive band still today. Additionally, music itself can be incredibly beneficial to mental health. Also, being a fangirl can be beneficial to one's mental health, especially for me as a fangirl. I would say that the artists I support and their music has definitely helped my mental health for the better. And according to the American Psychiatric Association, the music therapy has shown promise in providing a safe and supportive environment for healing trauma and building resilience while decreasing anxiety levels and improving the functioning of depressed individuals. I am my happiest when I am listening to my favorite artists or around other people who love certain artists just as much as I do. At concerts, I feel an immediate connection to everyone around me because many of them know what it feels like to find such comfort in the performer. Let me very quickly paint a picture for you. On my birthday in 2022, I was turning 14 years old, and I waited in line for three hours for Harry Styles' brand, Pleasing's Pop-Up Shop. Some would say, this is insane, but it's what I wanted to do for my birthday, so who cares? I made instant friends with a couple of the girls in line, and am still friends with them today, because we are fangirls to our core. Let people enjoy artists, celebrities, films, shows, and whatever else they want to, because why does it matter? Who or what someone else finds joy in? And please do not feel ashamed to say you are a part of a certain fan base or enjoy a certain artist. Please do not be like me and hide the artist you love and care for. Because if you want to be a fangirl, a stan, a fan, whatever you want to label it, just be it. Nobody should get to judge you for what you enjoy. It's literally as plain as that. I want to be clear that I do not think anyone should be hated or mocked for being a fan. 
If someone enjoys sports rather than music, let them enjoy sports. If someone enjoys a certain artist, celebrity, film, show, again, just let them enjoy it and don't judge someone based on that. Everyone deserves to find peace, sadness, happiness, excitement, or so many other emotions or feelings in artists and other art forms. This episode of Self Love Isn't Selfish was edited and produced by Olivia Hallinan Ginn, with additional feedback from multimedia editor Francie Wallach and editor in chief Audrey Shang. Our theme music is 3 AM Vibes by Jacob Prince, licensed through Universal Production Music. Our stingers are Angelical Pad by Luca Diasolandro, licensed through Pixabay. That is it for today, and thank you so much for listening to another episode of Self Love Isn't Selfish. It's me, Olivia Hanegan, and please continue to look out for another episode coming next month. As a reminder, you are enough, you are continuing to grow, you are loved, and you aren't perfect, but nobody else is, so that is okay. Continue being a fan, fangirl stand, whatever you want, if you want to, or if you don't, it's your choice. Bye, love you all.